Welcome to Thought Cop Season 2, coming to you live from Neo Chicago. I am Officer Kevin. Uh, I'm Tim Poole. With us is Kanye. Oh, boy. <laughs> Grant, always up to his jokes and riffs. Uh, I haven't seen you in so long. It's been a while since we've recorded in it's person. It's only been through the gaze of the internet. Yeah. Now we're here through the gaze of in person. It's weird. I don't know what to say to you. Yeah, it's, it's kind of bit, uncomfortable. It's a little I don't bit like different. Yeah. yeah, I could reach out and touch you, and I don't like that I can. I'd like to have you at a distance. Thank you. Yeah. Also, yeah, the the yelling intro is obviously uh, you know a centerpiece of every episode. And we were talking to the Discord chat about, oh, should Kevin yell the intro? And everyone's like, I miss the yelling. So uh, you have to do it. You have to do it. I don't. I don't make the rules. The people. Make the, I'm a man of the people. Give the people what they want. And it's screaming and it's being loud at the very beginning. But uh, people have been uh, receiving season two they quite have, positively. They've just been receiving it. People, have, people have, been, have been listening. People have been having it on in the background. A lot of people, uh, they go, I stopped listening to you guys. Thought you guys were full of shit. Then season two happened and I was like, got to catch up. Got to start listening. Just it's, it's all been positives. All you need is a cheap gimmick and people will listen. We could have changed nothing. Yeah. We could have just did the same show and just been like season two and everyone would be like, oh, yeah, no, it, it tasted a new Pepsi. Wow. Incredible. Season two, only almost six years in. Well, let's give a welcome to our guest who is live in studio with us tonight. We have Jacob Greger. Thank you. How's, Thank it, you. how's it feel? Uh, it feels great. You got to watch us set up for 20, 30 minutes. You know, I really like to be a part of the process. <laughs> it's really interesting to see how, you know, the sausage is made when it comes to podcasting. And you, you are a filmmaker, so surely mm-hmm. you must understand, of all people who can mm-hmm. see this sort of thing, how annoying it can be when you're trying to get the lights right, the screen right, the pink screen on yeah. the laptop that we had to Google the color pink to have it look right. Yeah. Uh, buddy, all you have to do, talk to Stanley Kubrick about some of this shit. I, you Ooh. can't. He's dead. Well, I don't know if you talk to I, I his daughter about this shit. Breaking any uh, can you negative imagine, news? Can you imagine the kind of shit Kubrick would have accomplished if he had this? Could Google a color and have I saw that someone shine? someone pointed out one time. They're like, "Oh, Kubrick's such a perfectionist." But like, look at like when Danny is playing with the ball in The Shining, and there's like a clear like they practice that shot of like it going it landing right in the center like that, and so it it made an indent in the carpet, so you could tell. Like, it didn't just look like that. He'd done 100 takes, and it looked like he did 100 takes, but everyone's like, oh, he's a visionary. He's a perfectionist. That That's actually, full of shit. That adds to the surreal nature of the movie. Like, you know, these little details he probably right. thought about, you just, you weren't thinking about them, so. But he was. And he was yeah. like, that was a ghost. Yeah. That was actually a, a, a boy who was playing with a, diff- a different boy who was a ghost who was playing with a ghost ball. Did you all see, um... That stupid fucking movie. It's like Room 273 or whatever. Do you watch that? Yeah. Isn't that bullshit? I haven't seen it. I (laughs) I just heard that it's bullshit. Some stuff was interesting. People saying like, oh, it's it's he's talking about the moon landing and everyone's like, no. Yeah, I think that most people probably agree that's not the case. But yeah, there's I I feel I haven't seen it, but it feels like one of those like 
except it was in a theater, but one of those YouTube videos that's like, Ash Ketchum was in a coma the entire series of Pokemon. Oh, oh man. Like, every fucking kid show is, like, in a coma. Or My go-to yeah. example for that is always, like, the, uh, I, I think Kevin probably knows what I'm going to say, but, like, yeah, the, uh, at so. the end of the Grinch movie where they zoom out and it's all, like, on a snowflake. <laughs> like, the, all of Whoville is just on a tiny snowflake and, like, a snow globe, and you're just like, okay, I get it. Everything's in- insignificant. We're all going to die one day. The universe doesn't matter. There's probably already a video like the reason Chris Pratt is in Mario and the voice no. sounds so weird is because it's actually in uh, Princess Peach's coma and it's I ha- all that. I have seen people say like, oh no, it's because he's supposed to represent the average player of the game. And it's like, well, how come <laughs> nobody else is presented that way? Luigi sounds like a version of he Luigi. He sounds great! Yeah. Charlie Day sounds great. He's a great Luigi because Charlie Day always has that like frenetic energy and Luigi's always scared. Exactly. Now, Jacob, you are a filmmaker. You are a director. Are you excited for the Super Mario Brothers movie? <laughs> well, not only am I a filmmaker, but I am also a gamer. Oh, so my God. When you combine two things I love, I can't be more excited. One, yeah, I can't be more excited. That's a good place for you to stand. <laughs> Got a cat in front of the camera. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this is, anyway. why people, this is why people tune in. Folks. Yeah, this is why you should be watching on YouTube. You could have gotten a big cat head right in your feed. Um, speaking of uh, right in your feed. So you made this uh, short film. Is that am I correct in saying it's a short film? Uh, it's a feature film. It's a feature film. Oh, I was Kevin was telling me short film and I was like, this is pretty long for a short film. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, the divide yeah. is usually 40 minutes. And it's what? I, I always thought it was, I always thought it was 90. No. Okay. It's 70 minutes. No, 90s full length. That's I would what I think, meant. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like most movies you want to, like most Hollywood movies are at least 90. And then, yeah. 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 But uh, the feature divide is at 40 minutes. So let's talk about this movie. Endless content. Yes. Endless content. Yes. For some Jake, reason, I right, want to say is that right? endless that's right. content that's right. forever, but that's not what it's called. It is co- is it? There is a forever at the end. Yes, that is correct. Kevin, what the fuck is that? Oh, uh, where's the forever? Endless content movie. Yeah. God, yeah, I thought I was having we, a Mandela let's start the whole Let's start the whole podcast over. This is embarrassing. Um, was this is this so far better than uh, the other podcast you were on? Is this um, more up to standard? It's yes. <laughs> oh man, um, let's talk about this movie though. I'll yeah. let, actually, first, let's watch a trailer for the movie. Oh shit! Yeah, and uh, let's let me talk let me get it. that going. Uh, Kevin, do you want to set this trailer up for me? Um, yeah, will I pull I, it up. Well, you have for it all of now. us to watch it. No, no need for that. Well, yeah, but no you need. know. So this is a movie. Actually, you know, I want to set up the reason why you're on the show. So a friend of ours, yes. Ian Erickson, he's been on the show multiple times. Uh, he reached out to me. And he said I was in a little movie, and the director of the movie was looking to promote it, and we thought that your show would be a perfect fit. And I watched the trailer. I watched the movie. And boy, have you come to a place? Yes, I. That could not have been a better pitch. I feel like this movie plays like it's almost like the ethos of Thought Cops if it were an art house film. And I think people will maybe glean some of that from the trailer here. So without further ado, let's have a look. People are showing pictures of Martha's Jim's face and it is just sending us. 22 incredible things I literally just learned that left me in complete disbelief. Zac Efron claims to have gotten hit in the head with a rake, but the video evidence says otherwise. Do better. Why Leslie Nope would be for reforming the police, not to fund it. And 
why that matters. <laughs> Courtney Stodden and Chrissy Teigen drama explored. Everyone's favorite TikTok couple, Bryce Hall and Addison Rae, have been hit with a whole load of drama. After 2039, we're starting to see a record number of floods in the allegedly leaving many people stranded with nowhere to go. To Las Vegas. People are choosing their settings to regulate their investigations. People are making Taylor Swift players to reveal their 2021 relationship statuses. And I'm here for it. Endless content forever. Written and directed by Jacob Gregor. That's true. That would have been really embarrassing if it wasn't. So I... Yeah, I'd be over here cringing. That'd be pretty awkward. <laughs> awkward penguin. Yeah. I watched this movie this week. I had a uh, screener version of it. And I got to say, I'm not just saying this because you're the guest on the show. I got to kiss your ass. I fucking loved it. I thought it was fucking hilarious. I laughed out loud many times during this movie. Many LOL moments. That's what I'm going yeah. for is a lot of LOL moments, but also a lot of thinker moments where you can just I was thinking, sit and think. Yeah. I was thinking the whole time. You know what I was thinking about is, um, you know, I admit I'm, I'm no better than, you know, the average listener of Thought Cops at home that sits there and... Their finger uh, up their ass. Their finger up their ass. One finger in their ass, one in their nose, you know. Uh, and I'm sitting there and I'm watching it and I'm, I'm sort of, you know, there's like a little bit of a lull. I'm going on my phone and I'm checking Twitter, seeing what's going on. And I'm looking at the screen and I'm looking at Twitter and I'm watching 10 different things showing up on the screen. And then I'm holding up Twitter, which itself is also a screen. And I'm thinking, is this adding to the experience or detracting from the experience? Yeah. And I, I, I don't know. I don't know if there's an answer. Do you have an answer? I don't have an answer. Uh, uh, I, I thought you would clarify that. No, I don't have any answers. But I do scroll my phone when I'm watching movies. Mm -hmm. uh, it's bad. Even like really good movies that are like in Japanese and I have to read it. I still yeah, yeah. sometimes scroll my phone. Um, my <laughs> ability to like watch a full movie has gotten a lot worse recently, which is really sad. Honestly, I, I think that that's sort of what we're missing out by and, theaters not being yeah, so much of a thing anymore is like, you have to fucking sit yeah. down and shut up in a I, theater. Like, just saw yeah. Knives Out or Knives Out 2, The Glass Onion. Uh, the Glass is Half Onion yesterday. Uh, me and my girlfriend went and uh, it was great. Well, you uh, went to a theater and saw it? Yeah, yesterday. I thought it was like <coughs> only on Netflix. It was. It's only out in theaters for a week. Yeah, it's in very limited theaters too. And so then probably it gets only major released cities. on Netflix in a month. You, Grant, you couldn't wait. No, I didn't want to. <laughs> All right. Um, because it comes out in a month and I wanted to go to a theater to see it and it was great. And I don't know if I would have enjoyed it as much on Netflix, if I'm being honest, you know? But yeah, there's very long sections of the movie, like especially in the middle. It's just like a 30 minute unbroken montage of just various videos and clips. Right. And yeah. it's supposed to kind of simulate that feeling of just going through drudge online. And that's, you know, that's something I had a thought of while watching the movie because yeah there was yeah like you said a lot of unbroken scenes in the movie that there was like like grant i would also kind of take out my phone here and there and look at something look back at the movie look at my phone look at the movie and i was thinking like was he pulling the strings the whole time was this intentional were we like the movies kevin were you on drugs while watching this i was not i was not on a drug of any kind you were high on life i was high on life just baby. experiencing it <laughs> and I, I thought to myself like was the movie meant to be a mirror of how stupid we are? We can't sit through a scene that's longer than like a minute. So we have to be on our phones. And the movie's reflecting that back on us of like this 
consumer culture of the internet that's just full of nothing. Am I giving you too much credit here, Jacob? Uh, a little bit. I'll say only um, a little. Okay, only a little bit. Uh, I'll say I'm very influenced by movies. It's called a slow cinema. The style of movie I really like. You know, okay. uh, most people know Tarkovsky, well, and he's know. okay, but or he, her. He's a man. Okay, yeah. Uh, I didn't want to. <laughs> but I'm uh, mostly influenced by like recent Taiwanese movies that are very like slow moving. It's just people kind of living like in their lives and it's just unbroken mm-hmm. shots of them living very mundane lives or very like sad lives. And it kind of just forces you to like look at the image for an extended way right, longer right. than an average movie would look. And it kind of just makes you think a little bit more about like that is like what um, that person is doing or why recently on one of our bonus episodes we reviewed uh drive my car and that was that one yeah that was um one of those movies where i feel like i like that aspect but like you're saying like i don't speak the language and i have to be paying attention and so it's like draining me of my energy to watch this three hour long movie and it's it's like phenomenal it's it you know in a lot of those spaces that you know these long drawn out shots that are mostly silent and stuff like that it's there's this like very meditative contemplative nature to it that i liked a lot um but at the same time like my stupid lizard brain is like uh i haven't gotten dopamine yet you know that's so surprising to me because you read so many musty old books I got one right here, right and you now. Can't, and you can't pay attention. On, no, I read a chapter and then I put it down and I scroll on Facebook okay. for Twitter. Facebook? TikTok. Facebook? I just logged on to Facebook uh, a week ago uh, for the first time to promote a project. Okay. Hey, and then man. I logged out. I don't need to look at it anymore. No press is bad press. Am I right? <laughs> That's hey, why Jacob's here. Um, yeah, I, I loved like, because like Grant said, it had a lot of these like long say drawn out moments but they were filled with this the fucking like chitter chatter that we all read and hear and see every fucking day of our lives and it it really captured how overwhelming it all is and it's something that we talk about on this show so much about how the internet is just real life you know we, we we've opened the portal to hell and all the demons have been come out and they're living among us and flying around with little pitchforks and stuff and we just accept it at this point and that's i feel like what your movie in my opinion, at least, really captures very well. Yeah, like, well, one of the other reasons I did those slow shots is because scrolling on the internet is fucking boring. Yeah. And, like, most movies are very, like, hyperactive about it, and they have, like, a bunch of effects with, like, emojis splashing out of the screen. It's like, this is what the internet's like for kids these days. Yeah. Uh, But it's mostly just um, being sad and, like, laying down, looking at Twitter for, like, three hours and doing nothing else because that really is life now you know it depicts a very realistic look at how we all kind of live now i I don't know if you've heard of a youtube channel be nice to me productions uh he's another local chicago filmmaker but i feel like with him and like your stuff it's just there is a lot of this rejection of this kind of culture like i I was thinking of the video he did with like when you have to (laughs) take a poop but you have a boner and there's just constantly flashing, flashing signals and things like subscribe, dude, like hit the bell yeah, yeah. every like two seconds. And it just, I like that we're sort of embracing this kind of uh, entertainment we have now and just like really showing like how ugly it all is. Yeah. And I thought like the um, very slow paced first act also kind of counter- counterbalances with like the quick montages of just overlapping footage that's like mm-hmm. bright and flashing right. and yeah 
Um, yeah, there, there was definitely also a portion of it, like in the middle part, I think Kevin, you were talking about the monologue where she's like, uh, Love that, like yeah. walking down the streets of Chicago and you hear her internal monologue saying like, yeah, I should post this video. Well, you know, I'm not really one of those types of content creators, but you know, I could sort of, because I am sort of like a thinking person that has like a, an opinion that's valued by people. So like, if I were to put this out, like, I think it'd probably do sort of okay. Maybe not within the wheelhouse, but maybe I could. And it's like, this is what I think when I walk down the fucking street, like, yeah, it's creepy. I, why did you do this to me? <laughs> I'm sorry. That's okay. But it's also what I think when I walk down the street. Yeah, it's it's fucked. Is that where like a lot of uh, like what drove you to? Because I mean, uh, undertaking the process of making a movie that's this long has got to be somewhat of a labor of love. Is that sort of like you just felt like compelled, like you were just a a pregnant lady that was just like, okay, just get it out of me. Push. Breathe. That's exactly how I would describe it as a pregnant lady. Um, (laughs) But I've been like, (laughs) thinking about this kind of general structure for a movie for a right. while for like probably since like 2017 2016 uh just because that's when the internet i feel like got a lot worse but um yeah yeah at least in my life personally. and that's the only time that we started the show so i think it's our fault yeah that could, yeah. could be your fault yeah also it's sort of looping back around to then now too it's sort of like there's a 2016 resurgence and i, yeah. I don't like it at all absolutely I hate it the, i'm here for it. the internet still feels like 2016 yeah moments and like if donald trump runs again then it's gonna be like trump versus biden or i guess it's just trump biden again here we go again i think i think elon musk tweeting out a picture of pepe the frog was like enough for like my brain to like shock back into like oh that's enough so epic that's enough internet for today i'm just sets my phone down for five seconds i'm owned we're all owned corn cobs we're all corn cobs (laughs) oh my god alice cooper that would be a good parody song. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get that one. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, well, so Billy, Billy Corkin already parodied it. Parodied? Yeah, he parodied it. What, what was the parody? Well, he covered it. Different, uh, different pa- terminology. Same thing. Different word. A cover is a parody in a way. You just don't change the words. <laughs> mm, no, not, not at all. You're completely wrong. Uh, Jacob, I want to ask you about the, the footage in this movie because... I wanted to know, like, the, I, I'm sitting there, there's a lot of f- stuff flashing at you, and obviously some stuff I could recognize, uh, some stuff I knew was filmed because people that we know were in it, and then some stuff I'm like, was this somebody you knew? What did you pull it? Like, what was the, like, how much of this was originally film footage that was, like, kind of overlaid over it, and how much yeah. was original? Uh, in terms of, like, the internet footage, uh, it's, like, 60% from the internet and 40% I filmed. Okay. Um. I don't know. I don't remember exactly what was in the cut you watched, but obviously the stuff with Ian is all filmed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, some random stuff you probably wouldn't think is filmed, like the guy hitting himself with a hammer. Oh, I don't that know was that, filmed? Yeah. I, okay, I that. that almost felt like a video yeah. that I've seen. I know, before, that made so me like I, groan. I'm like, oh my God, we live in hell. Because those videos actually exist. But, yeah. but I mean, that was kind of the goal of like, make enough videos where if you just slip in them and people think it's like actually yeah. on the internet. Because you also want to put in real internet footage because people know if it's like fake at least usually if it's in like a bad movie made by like a 50 year old who doesn't use the internet and they like film youtube videos they're very you that guy one guy with the bandana i'm assuming that was not a friend of yours the bandana the oh. uh, older guy with the american flag bandana no that's a uh, greg the rant man he's dead oh, now okay. he died of covid <laughs> <Rip>. jesus <laughs> had, to, had to find out here on the show yeah, Jeez, sorry deep. First Stanley Kubrick, now this. God damn it. 2020 just keeps taking our heroes. 2016 sucks. 
trash fire year. Yeah. <laughs> First Stanley Kubrick, Greg the Rant Man. Oh, shit. I just like you really, you really captured just the essence of how despicable it all is. And the scenes that you were in, and I didn't actually know that was you. I actually didn't know what you looked like for sure until you walked in the door. I think I might have seen a picture of you, but I kind of assumed that was you in the movie. And your delivery of a lot of this of a lot of the lines or like the fake YouTube video, like the fake YouTube channel you had were yeah. very funny. Thank you. <laughs> like those are just like um improvised. So that way I'm like naturally stammering. Right. And it right. sounds more like I'm actually just a fucking idiot who can't what I'm doing right now. Hey, you could do a whole podcast of it every week for five years and I'm sure it'd be very popular if yeah. I did it. Well, you can't say that much. You're saying this isn't the most popular podcast? I mean, not the most, no. I was expecting like a big We're bump. number two behind, uh, it's called Timcast is the number one. Yeah, that's why we're wearing these fucking beanies. <laughs> we thought this shit would work. No, you need like a katana on your wall and you need like a <laughs> medieval sword and shield. So uh, guitar. Trying tell, I've been trying to tell that to Granny. Fucking shut did me you, down. Did you know that Tim Pool's band is also called Timcast? I oh, did not I know he was in a band. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's released, I think, two songs yeah. and under the moniker Timcast, he yeah. just, everything's called, it doesn't even make sense because wow. a band is not a cast. You would think it'd be like Tim Band. It's so sad for the other band members. It's like early 2000s pop punk. Yeah, I think it yeah. was. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, it's not good. So there's that, but no, we're just jealous and owned. Well, I'm gonna be posting my Spotify Wrapped. <laughs> <laughs> there's one guy that tweeted that out, like number one, top zero point oh one percent of uh, Timcast listeners. Somebody already did. There's got to be one person. Do you think like Tim was hoping when he had Kanye on that he would like have him as a feature on a song ever, or maybe probably people yeah. were hinting towards it. <laughs> God damn. Um, endless content for I'm getting too sad to keep asking questions um, what uh, what also bothered me about this movie um, that I liked but it bothered me a lot is the uh, the dialogue between the multiple characters um, which again was just like this is how I talk to people now is just like sitting on a couch in silence and like hey man uh, did you see this video and you're just sitting oh yeah I, I love you just like, like showing man the phone. I <laughs> I don't like this at all. This Jim is from the office. This is <laughs> <laughs> I like I like I like how the characters like nobody's really listening to each other. They're just sort of saying no, things right, like right. I forget if it was you or somebody else at one point just going like, Michael Scott from the office screaming no gif. <laughs> just very plain faced and that made me laugh so hard. Thank you. Which again, I feel like we do that on this show a lot is just uh describe a meme. It's um, funny. It works. So I guess from from the conceptualization of 2016, 2017, you have this idea. Uh, do you then just start like working on the script? Like how long does, does uh, the time frame for some of these things look? Yeah, I had a short film at Slamdance, which is like this sister festival of Sundance. Yeah, for, like, yeah. First time filmmakers. Gotcha. And, um, that was 2019. And it was oh. also very much about like internet. No, it was 20, 2018 or 2019. What, it's yeah. all the same. But it was also very like internet focused and... That kind of shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, is that available to watch? Anywhere? Uh, it's on. Um, it's on the streaming service. No budge. If you know that. No. Um, yeah. Budge. No budge. What's the movie called? Uh, Chicken wraps and condoms. Okay. I'm not a big fan of it to be honest, but um, there you go. Uh, it was made in a day, but um, so like that kind of got me into some film festivals, and I met people that way. Uh, 
the reason I moved to Chicago is because I met some people at one of the film festivals I attended for that short, and they all lived here. And that's kind of how I know everyone is through them. Like oh, wow. uh, Maddie, I know through them, who's the lead actress in the movie. She um, was really good. Yeah. yeah. The cinematographer I had, Nick, uh, pretty much everyone. So, yeah. Wow. So as you make that movie, you meet shit. I got stuck here. Too many cables. Yeah. And uh, I, I originally wanted the film in um, uh, like summer of 2020. But uh, <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but uh, COVID happens. Let's just say a little uh, a dumpster fire. Yeah, that was a bit of a yikes on my yeah. end. Uh, so that delayed everything. But I moved to Chicago still in July 2020 because I moved back in with my mom for COVID and, and I didn't want to live there anymore. Yeah. So I moved to Chicago in July 2020 and we filmed like the scenes with Maddie and like in the apartment stuff, like the narrative mm-hmm. quote unquote scenes in uh, October of 2020 actually. Okay. And it was like a very small crew. It was just me Maddie and then sometimes one other actor or two. Uh, one person was in charge of cinematography and lights and one sound person. That was it. So, so like what was your, like what, what, what was your inspiration for this movie in particular? Was it just like scrolling Twitter and being as sick of it as we are? Uh, honestly, I wasn't that big into Twitter when I first started thinking of this movie. Okay. I didn't get onto Twitter until like 2018. And I, yeah. It's I mean, mostly I think just at this point, yeah. all of these websites sort of—they're all the work same. The same yeah, yeah the pretty same. much. They all have the same features. Like as soon as a new feature comes out, like as soon as like TikTok is like, "Hey, we got these uh, 15 second long videos." You just scroll through yeah. them. Instagram's like, "Hey, we do reels," and then YouTube is like, uh, or uh, TikTok has Instagram. I don't know the names of these fucking websites. Yeah, I, I don't know what they're called anymore. There's too many. Remember Fleets? Fleets, whatever the fuck. I just got an Instagram last week because like a lot of film people use it over Twitter for like because it's better for promoting. Yeah. And it, it just fucking sucks. <laughs> Everything that's on there just so sucks. What, if you weren't on Instagram or Twitter, what were you on? Uh, it was mostly just like YouTube and going through like polls at like 3am. Okay. That was like when I was probably at my most depressed in life too was around that time. That was like yeah. Right after college, like right after college graduation, around that time. So it was just a bad time of just watching videos in my bed all day. My parents were at my mom's house. Just, yeah. Yeah, I get that. So that was kind of the initial thing. And then the writing process, uh, obviously, it's very experimental. So like, you can't really write out like the middle acts, really. But like all the narrative, narrative scenes are like written out. Was it more sort of like generalized, like direction of like? Yeah, I wrote, uh, I basically wrote like a f- mock middle act just so if I had to give the scripts to someone, they would like kind of understand what right. it would be like. But yeah. And then after, after that, like some of the middle sections were getting like video collages and stuff like that. Was that just like constructed and no, I that's just me just... freestyling and yeah, Adobe yeah. Premiere just kind gotcha. of fucking around until I like something. What was your inspiration for the uh, the character you played, like the YouTuber guy? Yeah, like was there any any particular channel that came to mind that you were mocking? Uh, there's like a couple, like not specifically, but it's just like my character. I do like two big videos in the movie, which is like a fast food and car review video, and yeah. like a Marvel movie review. And I chose those two not because I'm throwing shade at Marvel, but um, because those are like the two genre of videos that everybody thinks they can just be like instant famous on and they're yeah. really easy to do. Right. Like everyone thinks like, oh wow, these guys just eat in their car and they get millions of dollars. But there's like a hundred thousand people on YouTube trying to do that and they get like 20 views. Can't all be the next Joey's World Tour. No one can be the next Joey's World Tour. It's It's sad. But yeah, it's just that kind of like get quick rich almost YouTube monitor of like just 
doing like these easy accessible videos like Marvel trailer reactions or fast food reviews. Yeah. I think that's also like, you know, I think that that's been our frustration. And I know a lot of people, you know, sort of share in these frustrations and stuff like that, which is why we're talking about it, which is why you made a movie about it, Uh, which is like, do you go the quick accessible route and just get like, you're just in the middle of the ocean. You're just a raindrop in the middle of the ocean, just going, hey, I'm going to review a McDonald's burger. Or do you go the long, drawn-out route of, like, I'm going to make a feature-length movie? Or, like, uh, you know, Kevin, I know you've been working on stuff. You've been working mm-hmm. on a script. I've been working yeah. on, like, a novel and then, like, some essays and stuff like that. And it's like, but that stuff's harder to digest and it's harder to get people to rally around it. But also, at the same time, when you create something bigger, it's, like, sort of a little more meaningful. And then you can put more, you know, and there's, like, that tug of war between, like, the accessible and the non-accessible and like like where does everybody yeah. fall in between I, and it sucks yeah i've like just never had an interest in making like youtube videos or mm-hmm. really like i've always just been like a film guy hey i was guys. a total film bro growing up you know i liked goodfellas uh infinite jest the movie um, is there a movie no. no i was gonna say like i wouldn't put it past anybody uh, but yeah i've always just wanted to like make movies since i was like 12 so cool. I, like i've already shot another feature film Nice. But um yeah, so I really had never had an interest in just making YouTube. I just watched yeah. it constantly just like f- so I don't have to hear myself think basically. Yeah, drowning out a lot of the hell that we live in by inviting more demons inside. That's true. Um you know, as I was watching this movie, like there's a lot of vignettes and things flashing at you and crazy videos from the internet. And the whole time I'm thinking like I can't believe that this plays in movie theaters. And I mean that in the most respectful way possible, because I love that we're getting something like this just like on the big screen. I was sad I missed it. I, Cause I know Ian mentioned it to me cause like, I live like right by Logan theater. Yeah. And I know it played there. Yeah. It was a fun screen. Was, like that would have been amazing to see. I was surprised that there were like 200 people there. <laughs> that was nice. Really? That's, yeah. yeah. That's it. But um, there's actually another screen in Chicago and uh, December, December 16th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why we wanted to have you on yeah. uh, to get ahead of that. Where is that going to be at? Uh, well, technically, it's a secret screening. Oh, oh. Uh, we it, won't tell anybody. Yeah, yeah we it's, won't tell. It's run by the filmmaker uh, Joe Swamberg, if you know him. He's Sounds like, familiar. Yeah, he made a movie. Uh, his most famous movie is probably uh, Drinking Buddies with uh, Jake Johnson. Okay. Uh, but he's like a Chicago filmmaker guy. Um, but he has a video store in Ravenswood. Hmm. It doesn't have a name. It's a very... Hush, hush. It's, it's very secretive. Only the Hollywood Ooh. elites know about this. So letting yeah. you guys in on a little bit of this. Epstein will be there. Donald yeah. Trump will be there. <laughs> Bill yep. Clinton. Yep. The Tim Flight Gates. Flight logs of Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, everyone who's on the Chicago flight logs. <laughs> Lori. Chicago has its own flight logs. Just like how uh, just every, like- <laughs> every like... Uh, like New Year's, there's like... New York has its ball drop and it's just like Beyonce, Lady Gaga... Uh, whoever the fuck is bit, you know, Anderson Cooper's hosting with, uh, whatever. And then it's like, then, uh, the ball drops and they're like, okay, show's over. We're all going home. And then Chicago's comes on and it's like, uh, we got, um, Lori Lightfoot. We got Lori and, um, Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn, who's the oh, uh, the one blues player, is always part of it. Uh, Buddy Guy, because Buddy Guy's Legends is like right around the corner from here. Uh, we got uh, Buddy Guy is going to play the blues <laughs> for us, and it's like, dude, I'm going to fall a fucking sleep before midnight. 
that's Chicago's uh, flight logs. Buddy Guy, Lori Lightfoot. But um, I was trying to find it here, but Dilbert Tech said something really funny in the Discord today. Which if I not, don't believe you, if you're not a part of the Discord, uh, I guess join not our funny server at all. Well, we we do think you're funny, and if you join the server, we'll think you're extra funny. Uh, scroll on down to the episode description. We have a link to our Discord server. Uh, he said something because I forget we were talking about how everybody keeps like migrating or ending up in Chicago. And he said that Chicago is at the epicenter of the universe. And it's all it's true. It's all going to like the dimensional rift is going to split right from where the bean is or the cloud. Well, because it's called cloud. Yeah. So it's from it's the gates of the cloud. So we have a uh, interdimensional because everyone's taking their selfie in it and shit, you know? Yep. Tracking our data. Yeah. God damn it. The cloud gate. Yeah, that too. It's a it's a triple entendre. But uh, to finish my, uh, you know, promotion corner. Yes. Oh, yeah. C- come on, guys. The whole Fuck. thing's the... Let's... We're just going to loop around. It's all just tangents and loops and algorithms like programming. Yeah. But no, it'll be December 16th. And um, yeah. just DM me on Twitter or Instagram and the screening is free and I will tell you where it is. Uh, Jacob Gorb on Twitter and Instagram. Sweet. Follow for the... And it's I also playing... It saved in my If you have to app. live in... Have any Orlando listeners, That's it's probably. playing... In a film festival there, December 11th. So there um, you go. Uh, and in Los Angeles, January, mid-January. Are you going to be uh, going to all those screenings? Uh, I'm going to try. Sweet. Yeah. Damn, that's fucking awesome, man. Like, so you, you were telling us before we started recording that you went to school for business. I'm wow. a businessman. How the hell did you end up behind a camera making a movie about the computer? That's a great question. Thank you. Um, you don't have to answer it. Yeah, I don't think I will. Okay. But also, I just chose business because um, I was 18 and I needed to choose a major. Yeah. And so I was watching Mad Men at the time. I was like, all right, I'll do this major. You want to be like Don Draper? Also, I heard it was really easy, like the business major at Ohio State. So I chose that. So when you got out of college, you were like, you know what? I don't want to do, I don't want, I don't want to be a business boy. I want to be a film bro. I, yeah, I've always wanted to be a film bro, to be quite honest. Uh, I don't. I finished who, my business who are degree. Guys, uh, who are who are your guys? <laughs> who are my who guys? Are, your guys? <laughs> are you a big uh, movie bob, uh, nostalgia <laughs> critic? Uh, I am a big nostalgia critic guy. Pro I watched Jared. him a lot growing up. <laughs> yeah, I'm a big pro Jared guy. I'm a big John Tron guy. Uh, he's my favorite movie reviewer. Is John Tron? <laughs> um, yeah, I actually did watch a lot of nostalgia critic when I was like 12. That's the reason I moved to Chicago because you know he's out here. I wanted to follow. Wait, is he out here? here? Yeah. Dude, this really is the epicenter of the what universe. What the fuck? Uh, we got to get that guy on the show. Yeah, you, Nick Fuentes you lives in the suburbs. You guys could be a channel awesome if you just that reached would be out. Epic. Holy shit. How Tim, do we not know about this? Tim Pool is from Chicago. It's it's everybody's here. Tim Pool, Kanye. Wow. Grant Mooney. Aaron Klopfer. Say, say no more. <laughs> Holy crap. Uh, but yeah, he's out here. He's chilling. He's in the suburbs. I didn't know. What's you know, suburb? Yeah, what's suburb? I'm going to go uh, to his house. I think... He, well, I, I Google Channel Awesome like business, and right. it's like on Google Maps. It's like on the West Suburbs. I'm going to do this right now. Yeah, hold on a second. West I wonder sub- if I like that's where we're from. Yeah, we're yeah. from the West Suburbs. You might have come across them in your daily life. You don't even know. Okay, so I do. I actually did see him at oh, the theater it's here a, once. It's in, I won't say, but it's in Lombard. But I won't say that. Oh, but it's in Lombard. God. I used to this live is, there when yeah. I was a little boy. Yeah, I did see him at a movie theater once here at an AMC, and I did tap my girlfriend and soy face point at him and say, there he is. What was he at? River East? Yes, I believe so. <laughs> <laughs> Just 
just doxing Doug Walker. <laughs> Dude, I <laughs> I saw Jeff Garland there once too. Also another Chicago guy. Uh, that's not my favorite theater. Yeah, it sounds. I'll be honest. Um, it's no music box. Let me tell you that. I fucking hate the music box. Really? Yeah. Why is it the seats? I had a bad... Um, I, I watched a screening of Not Mulholland a Drive there. Organs. And the audience was very annoying for it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on, hold on. Were you at the one that was like last spring um, for the Lynch Fest? No, I think... Which it was sounds a, very bad when I say it. <laughs> I think it was in the winter. Okay, because yeah, they could have picked a better name for that. <laughs> yeah, I never well, thought about it. Great. I never thought about it till now. Um, <laughs> no, but Jesus, I was actually talking about this uh, a while back because uh, uh, I went with a couple friends of the show, uh, Nico and Sleep Science, which means nothing to you, but <laughs> we, we 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 saw a doubleheader of uh, Eraserhead and Lost Highway, and. It was one of I those remember things. you said, didn't someone say like the audience was really annoying? Yeah. So it's one thing like, I love Music Box personally. I love the atmosphere. I was actually just there last weekend. Uh, they were doing a screening of Perfect Blue. And oh, I still need to see. I still haven't yeah. seen it yet. I need to see that. And they had, uh, anyway, they were doing the screening for David Lynch. And normally it's like a very respectful theater. Like people are not on their phones. People are not yeah. talking. But the thing about seeing a David Lynch movie mm-hmm. at, at this theater is everybody has to like, <laughs> no, yeah, the, oh, people were yes, acting yes. like they were watching The Room or something. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I don't, so I don't understand annoying. it. Like, what are you fucking doing? Like, I feel like we were sitting in front of fucking Beavis and Butthead during yeah. Eraserhead. Like, it, like, okay, there's definitely a subtle, like, weird humor yeah. to David Lynch's Yeah, movies. there's intentional comedy in them, it's but funny, it's not but like, they're being like, it's a fucking laugh riot, dude. For real, and it, it felt so forced yeah. and, like, just embarrassing. Well, and, like, let's be honest, too. If you're going to the music box to see a David Lynch film, you I'm guessing you've probably seen Eraserhead before, so you know what's yeah. going to happen. Yeah. You know that it's a little weird. Yeah. I mean, know, I, it's I, a little had, goofy. Although, I, I hadn't seen wacky. That was my first time seeing Lost Highway, so I was like, would you uh, shut the fuck up? <laughs> yeah, it was... I had already seen the movie, at least, but it was fucking awful. Uh, but I actually went there a couple weeks ago because my friends had a movie there uh, all jacked up and full of worms. You can watch it. Okay. I think I don't know if you're streaming right now. It but that was be. was that a sequel or spiritual sequel to Chicken Wraps and Condoms or whatever? It was not. Okay, but yeah, very weird vibe in that theater for that. I heard because they played Mulholland Drive twice, and I know someone that went the other night, and it was the same thing. I don't, uh, I don't really understand. I do, it. I, it's just like the people just sit like, at home it, and watch them. It's uh, so it, it, I I love going there normally. Like I have seen the room there multiple times. I've met Tommy Wiseau twice there. <laughs> Like, including, like, fucking, like, 12 years ago, I went and saw it there and, like, met him. And he was super nice and super weird. And you got to figure, like, with, like, The Room or if you go see a Rocky Horror Picture Show, you know what you're getting into. Yeah, and maybe the, footballs maybe and spoons. Maybe the thing is that you should have known what you were getting into, which is a bunch of <laughs> yeah. pretentious assholes. Yeah, I, I didn't understand. Maybe it's because it's, like, people who don't really know David Lynch, but they know he's, like, an epic weird guy. So it's, like, let's go and, like... But... They see his, uh, his, uh daily yeah. news twitter thing and go oh this guy makes movies yeah. yeah but yeah it was very weird experience or it was like the the weather he was doing for a while right yeah it's the the weather I think he still does it oh i didn't know he still does it yeah it was like yeah, I, I it was one of those things i was so conflicted about because as i was like i was in the car on the way back i'm like am i being a snob about this no. am i being an asshole but then uh the people i was with uh nico and sleep science which again means nothing to you were <laughs> sounds cool they were like that was These are really, very close, very dear friends. You, well, it means it means a lot to us, and it means fucking jack <laughs> shit to you. But they were like, they were like, what was up with that screening? 
like well josh was like well actually they were they were josh's nor- sleep science by the yeah, way oh yeah sorry. yeah that's his name yeah he, he he was like well actually they were annoying during a racer head but not lost highway and only like and it just was like can we just agree that they were fucking annoying be done with it, it? was the only time i almost left the theater because yeah. of how fucking annoyed i was i mean like i think i i think i might have told this story on the show somewhat recently but a friend of ours went and saw the batman uh, last year whenever that came out and he said there was like somebody sitting in front of him with an ipad like watching a, a full ass episode of stranger things <laughs> like in the theater and like say what you will about music oh, box God. but that would obviously never happen yeah. there and I was going to say, was it the seats, Jacob? The seats are a little bit uncomfortable. I'll admit it. I'm okay with the seats, to be honest. They're not that bad. Yeah. I honestly hate the like big AMC, like red seats that are like, I feel like I'm swimming in them. They're like way too big. I'll take it. I'm 6'4 and like 230 pounds. I'll I'm, take it. I'm a shorter seat. guy. So. Is that the ones that have like the button for like back and forth? Yeah. Dude, yeah. I kept I kept fucking hitting the button when I was in the theater yesterday because you're just like, like yeah, oh, let me just like sh- shuffle around a little and you hit the button and just I actually really fuck. like the Logan Square seats a lot. Logan Square Logan Theater is awesome. Yeah. I love it there. Uh speaking of David Lynch, um the movie's uh, quite Lynchian. Um is that a big <sighs> is that a uh, very big astute observation grant uh that you can make with this? Is that sort of like you're you're going, okay, yeah, I can use some of this. Yeah, you know, you see David and I was kind of want to do what he's doing. I like I like what he's working with. I'll have what some of what he's doing. Yeah, uh I'll have what he's having, please. Uh I mean, yeah, he is. But it's not like a slice of pie and a nice hot cup of coffee. <laughs> people like obviously the meme is like anything that's weird people call Lynchian. Yeah. But there yeah. are some more direct influences, I feel like in this movie that are actually like David Lynch influences. Like uh, he had a short film called rabbits. I don't know if you know it, but it was in, uh, he has parts of it in the movie inland, inland empire. If you've ever seen it, but it's just like weird. It's just people in like rabbit costumes with very spaced out dialogue. It's very like hollow. And uh, yeah. And I, a couple of shots were like influenced by his like framing, but yeah. You know, speaking of film discourse, though, I actually do have a two minutes of hate I want to get into on this episode. I also have one. I, ha- I have one this week. So what is going on with people that like Avatar all of a sudden? Are you one of these people, Jacob? Do you think that it's uh, awesome? I have never seen Avatar. I've also but, um, never seen really? Avatar. No. Never uh, seen it. I feel like it's a How big... How could you miss it? It was a movie event of the century. <laughs> I feel like it's a big thing for like any studio movie pre like 2000s or I guess that was 2009s pre 2010s where it's like this movie is now good because Marvel sucks so it's like I think you're right yeah yeah like because it's not even just like studios but it's a lot of like prominent online personalities and people I listen to or watch it's also a lot of contrarianism oh it's good now oh everybody thinks it's bad well I think it's good everything because everyone thinks it's good I think it's bad I get very tired Avatar may be my favorite movie I just haven't seen it yet but I think it is a lot of that and it's just like um yeah the thing of just retaking movies that you watched maybe when you're a teenager or 10 and like actually this is now like a classic or whatever it is. Like, I'm not even one of the people who hated Avatar because when that movie came out, it was all like, huh, it's, uh, it's fucking dances with wolves, but they're Smurfs. Did you get that joke from uh, this nostalgia critic, Doug Walker himself? I, you know, I am, I am so proud to say I never had a nostalgia critic phase. I've never, 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 seen, never seen a single video. I didn't even know who that was until what about, uh, like 2018. Angry video game nerd, where you an angry video game nerd kind of guy. I, I did watch some of his stuff. I yeah. didn't watch it, but 
I watched maybe like three or four videos and just went, nah, not. I like the video game part. I'm not so big in that. Well, now. he got like much, <laughs> very much later became that like YouTube reviewer thing of like, yeah. I got to review Star Trek. But oh no, a Klingon has broken into my room and I have to challenge him to a fight oh, before be a I can skit. get back to the review. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be a skit. Like someone from the movie or game has to break in and you have to fight them epically. <laughs> At least the one thing I can say about uh, Red Letter Media is they've stuck to their stupid yeah, premise they've of never like done that. VHS repair guys just for like 10 years. They're just like, yeah, we still haven't fixed your VCR. But yeah. uh, uh, if you've never seen a Dog Walker Nostalgia Critic feature film, I highly recommend them. Okay, I've been holding this back for a bit and I wasn't sure if I should tell this story or not, but I'm not going to say who it was or who told me this story. However, Say it. there was a convention in Chicagoland that happened. I think it was, I forgot what con it was, but somebody that we know uh, did a panel there and they had a, uh, I think it might have been a hentai panel or something. Bear with me, Jacob. It was, uh, and there was a dildo on stage. Hold on. And the dildo squirted out fake cum. Hey, now. Relax. I'm getting, I'm going somewhere with this. And there, for some reason, they had a cinnamon, cinnamon roll on stage as well, and they squirted fake cum out of the dildo onto the cinnamon roll. And what does this have to do? I hold on. The, okay, yeah, <laughs> hold sorry. on. The panel ends. They leave the cinnamon roll on stage. Next panel is the nostalgia critic panel. <laughs> <laughs> Doug, Doug Walker walks on stage and goes, "Ooh, a cinnamon roll!" and eats it no. in front of everybody. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I gotta say, that was a great nostalgia cutting impression you just did. I was just doing a little Homer Simpson. Yeah, I was gonna, ooh! <laughs> but he kind of does that, like, high-pitched thing when he's, like, yeah, doing yeah. his little excited voice. I swear I've never watched a fucking video. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, see, Doug Walker also always has a gun with him. Okay. Well, we'll be getting rid of that on our show. <sighs> I'm, I'm just saying, it's okay if you're a fan. Doug Walker, Boogie, who else? Is Boogie from Chicago? I don't know. No, but uh, he has a gun on him. Oh, I've seen John, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, John Tron probably does. He keeps that thing on him. <laughs> that fucking shot of Boogie holding the fucking <laughs> gun in the air. <laughs> I, I could say I never watched any of his videos. I don't know what Boogie's all about. I know who he is. But I only the only videos that I've seen are like the videos when he was in character as like the nerd guy that like flips over the table. And it was like a decade later that I was like, oh, that's that's who Boogie is. He like, oh, he loses the game of Magic the Gathering and he like flips over the Man, table. Man, you must have been feeling like, some real FOMO. I was because I was like a big video in 2008. <laughs> When there was nothing else on the internet, it was just that, and I saw. A I'm here at the zoo. I saw a screen crap, <laughs> screen cap More recently. Like. <laughs> yeah. uh, but that's, uh, what, that's what I call of him. like a YouTuber who's like a guy who wears a fedora and he like drinks whiskey. Like this is very like 2006 style shit. Yeah, but he's like yeah. a new one of these guys who's like also of course like a right winger guy, but he reviews movies. But he's like epic because he drinks whiskey. True. Like True. these guys are still like popping up, which is amazing to me. Like. I thought this would be done in like 2008. No. But they're still popping up. Like, there's another alt right guy who like wears this cool epic like uh, mask, like the bad guy from uh, Teen Titans. Dude, you know how people say like new guy just dropped? Yeah. <laughs> Old guy's still here. <laughs> like, I like, I like discovering when these old types of guys are still around. Yeah. And they're still called like the epic gentleman or like, <laughs> or like the alcoholic movie reviewer. Yeah. 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 
Because that was an angry video game nerd thing too, where he's like, the games are so bad, I gotta drink. The games are so bad, I have to eat shit out of a donkey's asshole. Yeah, that would be that would suck. Yeah, that'd be terrible. People are still aping him like sixteen years later, which is amazing. It's uh, incredible. One one guy that like I think he's still around, but I don't think he's as big anymore. Is that like uh, amazing atheist guy? I just like hear the name yeah. and like even back then I was like, man, I I hate never that watched that name. And I yeah. hate that guy. Although there was a real backlash against Epic atheist Reddit people, but I yeah. F- the new trad thing is much worse, I have to say. I find Everything it much worse. It's just yeah. a reaction to the thing that was worse that came before it, and it's just... I, I think we need to bring back epic atheism. I I honestly, I think you're right. I'm I'm on board with it. I, Next this, episode, this shit. we're ditching the beanies, we're switching to fedoras, <laughs> or actually, no, they're called trilbies, god damn it. We're going to have uh, Sam Harris on the show. I was in Seattle last week for Thanksgiving. And I actually saw a guy in the wild wearing a shirt that's like a dictionary definition font that says atheism. And it was like the most epic thing you'll ever yeah. see. Oh, <laughs> God, be yeah. Kidding me. Like, Hell it, yeah. It might be coming back. I don't know. I think I'm going to I'm going to find one. Of the I'm excited about wear. it. I was really excited when I saw that. I hope it's back. I take it back. Avatar apologists are not the worst people. <laughs> but no, like... <sighs> It's one of these things where it really Atheism. does... Atheism. It's a non-profit organization. That's the one. Hell yeah. yeah. That's what he wore. You can go to hell. I'm going to Toyotathon. <sighs> that was a Toyotathon ones. Weird. Is that, a, is that like an inside joke in the community or something? I don't know. Like Flying Spaghetti Monster, Toyotacon. What else is there? <laughs> I don't know Toyotacon. I don't, Toyota Con. I don't know either. The the like sale, like the commercial, like uh, this month is Toyotathon. No, what's the atheism? Well, I don't, I don't know. know. Oh, okay. It's just okay. on a bunch of t-shirts. Okay. Maybe that's like their version of like heaven. Yeah, like, yeah. Or, that's their oh, church. I'm going to Toyotathon. Yeah. That's it's just, their like, church. Yeah, exactly. And it's like they must have spread on Reddit, and then everybody knows it. We all say it, of course. Dude, we all need to get back into. Uh, you put a spaghetti strainer on your head when you get your license picture <laughs> taken. <laughs> Who did that? Yeah, I don't know that one. A bunch of people under under the guise of like First Amendment religious protections. Like, I go to the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster, so this spaghetti strainer on my head is a religious artifact, and I demand to wear this in my license photo. So if you Google like uh, atheism like license photos, you'll see a bunch of people with spaghetti strainers on their head. I was never an epic and random kind of guy, sadly. (laughs) Although my um, GameFAQs message board username was Cleveland for the win. No, because I, I was a fan of the Cleveland Browns. Oh, okay, I was sitting here thinking, like, okay, Cleveland Brown from Quahog is pretty fucking mm-hmm. tight. Mm-hmm. Is that why his name's Cleveland Brown? Yes, yes absolutely. Is it really? Yeah, Jesus, pretty funny. I right? didn't, I didn't put that together until exactly <laughs> right now. It's a real thinker. Um, I have a two minutes of hate. Um, I, uh, people that, and you see it with. Especially like Knives Out, which is a a little bit of like a different. Glass, is it gla- Glass Onion and Knives glass Out story? Onion, but, a um, Knives Out story. But I'm saying like when Knives Out came out, and there were a bunch of people that were like, "That was really good. That was really interesting." I like how they sort of spoiled the mystery ahead of time, but then like took you through the story, and then it was a little bit different. And there's this response that people have to that, which is, uh, "I saw that coming from a mile away." Mm-hmm. I knew as soon as they said, "Oh, she's the murderer." Not me. I got it all figured out. 
I'm a big brain galaxy. It's the same. These people are cut from the same exact cloth as the people that are like, uh, oh, I saw the new horror movie. Wasn't scared. Not scared at all. In fact, you know what? I laughed. Thought it was pretty funny. It was pretty. It was silly to me. I, I, I exhibit no no symptoms of fear. Uh, I'm above it. I'm beyond it. And you know what? I, anytime I watch a murder mystery, I figured it out. I, I know. I'm already smart enough. So you don't even have to show me the movie. Why are people like this? Why just like enjoy it? Like that's. I will say, uh, Knives Out to the glasses half onion is a good movie, and it was very like self aware and jokey but not in a way that felt like it was undoing the legacy of the first movie i thought it was a great sequel um and it it almost sort of makes you not care about like who it's it's a fun premise you know a, we, we love the idea of like a murder mystery a classic who we don't it? have to do it the same way every time you can do different things you can so it's not a classic who done it it is but it's different it's a different spin on it i have not seen it the first one it's good you can watch it. You don't have to. <laughs> I generally like, I like watching movies alone because I don't like talking about a movie after I've seen it with someone. I find <laughs> nothing interesting about it. I don't like saying my opinions about movies usually. I just watch it and I'm okay. And then I move on. <laughs> Rinse and repeat. Yeah. I, I, I like, I actually do like talking about movies afterwards. Obviously, we have a podcast, a spin off one where we do talk about movies um, kind of epically. And I also like when we would go, like, one thing I really miss the most out of anything else, even my family during the pandemic was going to movies with friends and then standing outside the theater in a little circle and talking about Joker and what we thought it meant. You wouldn't understand. No, I, I haven't seen it. I can't say it. I know. Oh, you might like it. Maybe you wouldn't. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Kind of hard to say, it, Jacob. But I like, I like that idea of like hanging around outside of the movie theater. That's something I used to do even in high school. I remember seeing like whatever fucking Shutter Island or whatever came out and like standing around for like a half hour outside the theater and being like, wow, that was a classic whodunit. <laughs> was that a... No. I kind of forget Shutter Island. That was more of like a did he do it than a who who did it. You're right. I guess it's a little different. I yeah. think part of it stems from my usually like weirder shit and I guess more quote unquote like pretentious shit, like very obscure like foreign movies. And I, when people ask like, what's your favorite movie? I don't want to seem like a fucking asshole by saying like Oh, you've never heard of it. Like you and say, I, I don't say know. I, what? <laughs> what is your favorite movie? Oh, um, I don't know if it's my favorite, but I really like uh, Stray Dogs, directed by Sai Ming Liang. I've heard of it. I've never heard there of you it. Go. I'm gonna look it up right now. I'm I'm all into learning new things. It's a very slow moving movie where nothing happens. Stray Dogs. Kevin, are you watching what cartoons? Do you like this? Do you like Power Rangers? It's on in the background. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's nice. <laughs> a foreign movie in a way. That's true. R.I.P. Uh, one guy. Uh, Which one uh, guy? Jason David Frank. Did Which I get his name he? right? Oh, no, the the is, Green uh, Ranger. This is Common Rider, I think. I've never seen yeah, this, this at all. This does not look like life. Power Rangers to me. This is different. Brandon Kirkman would be fucking jizzing in his pants right now if he saw this. Gross. He likes it. That's why I said that. Uh, I'll have to. I'll have to look this up. Well, I mean, I'm looking it up now, but I'll have to watch it after I look it up. Sure, you. You will. might find it really boring and have to scroll your phone a lot. I'm just, <laughs> well, maybe <laughs> putting that maybe out not. there. I don't know if I have a favorite movie. I don't know if anything sticks out. If I can, like, you know, uh, I, I, I really like. A, um, yeah, I don't know. That's that is a good question. I like uh, good Yee, on me for asking. Yee, directed by Edward Yang, 2000. I really like Mulholland Drive, which is part of the reason why that pissed me off. That's one of my favorite movies. Yeah, Mulholland Drive is great. Um, um, actually, to be honest, I. 
because I, I people were comparing it to Lost Highway, and I saw Lost Highway, and I actually like that better. You like Lost Hi- Highway yeah. better? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the like first forty minutes of Lost Highway before he becomes a different person might be like my favorite like Lynch movie. I don't like the second half of the movie as much. I think it was. I just like the ballsiness of like how the fuck like did yeah. you get from here to there? Yeah. I'll, I'm going to read the uh, top four movies I have listed on my letterbox that I don't use. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. I have a top four too. Let me see. I, I have. I don't use this website. I don't really either. But I have A Clockwork Orange, Pee Wee's Big Adventure, Raising Arizona, and Hobo with a Shotgun. Not, that movie does not get the love it deserves. Haven't seen Hobo with a Shotgun. Oh, you, mu- you simply must check I it out. I simply must check it out. See my top four. Mulholland Drive, In the Mood for Love, E.E., Stray Dogs. And the only movie I reviewed is my movie, and I gave it five stars. Did you just make an account just to do that? Yes. I want to review your movie, too. Honestly. Thank you. Give it uh, yeah, an honest four. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. What else do we do on this show? Uh, I oh, forget. I got a, I got a story I want to talk about. Yeah, uh, let's, let's can, talk about. Uh, there's a story. We're like an hour in, you got time for a story? Okay, cool. Oh, not this story. I don't want to talk about. No, that. we. No, I, I want. Trust me. This is this is. Should I pull funny. this up? Is this a clip? Yeah, there's a clip. I want to. I right. want to watch the clip on here. We don't even really have to talk about the story. Most of all, like the clip feels like something that would be in Jacob's movie. Uh, Maybe the, I'll add it in. The headline here is from the New York Post. It says, "I took my nine-year-old son to Hooters." To celebrate good grades, trolls say I'm creepy as fuck. Well, fuck is kind of blanked out, uh, at least half. But so there's like this video on here that sort of outlines what happened. Is is this like is audio necessary for this? Yeah, yeah. Okay. There's music. Yeah. Oh, all right. So we'll get a copyright strike. Well, it's like you know uh, stock music. Right. This is good. It's nice quiet meal with me, boy. A dad sparked off a heated debate on Twitter after rewarding his nine-year-old son for doing good at school with a very adult meal at Hooters. Jesus. Mate, this is creepy as fuck. Yeah. How is this allowed in this day and age? I wish he was my dad from Tony Hussein. Nice, quiet meal with me, boy. (laughs) (laughs) I like how they wrapped it up just like... Here it is again, just so you know. That does look like a video I would use. <laughs> it's like very much like the now this. But yeah. it's like exactly. yeah, yeah. It's both uh, uh, dad and son's like weird smiles. Oh, the weird God. smiles in the tweets that look yeah. extremely fake. Yeah. It's like not even the font that they use on Twitter. It feels like I, I, I had to like double check. Am I on a parody website? Yeah. Well, I used yeah. the now that video is the Borat one. I that, love that. That one yeah, was yeah. created. That one was not found. And I, I don't doubt that there was like some level of whatever. Like, because we talked <laughs> uh, one or two episodes ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love this the, guy's face. Guy's it looks face. like uh, this person is not real. Was, <laughs> <laughs> and then the son with like uh, sauce all over his yeah, mouth. He like, also looked like uh, this is not real. <laughs> child. Yeah, yeah. This like boy the, does not exist. The sauce on his face looked like when it glitches out around people's mouths and it looks <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> And they're just like women with their fucking like underpants pulled up behind him. I got uh, an AI to create uh, my nine-year-old son's birthday party at Hooters. Is this a trending story? Yeah, this was like all over Twitter this week. It's right next to Florida Gators QB arrested for child pornography. That is simply epic. That is epic. (laughs) Not not on the record. I mean, irony. Irony! And it it comes at a good time, too. Um, Or I won't say a good time, but it comes at a time. um, Mm, It does. Because there is um, a lot of uh, backlash towards 
basically anybody of any alternative sexuality that is anything other than straight um being called groomers constantly and oh, i yeah, would yeah. i would hesitate if i was a parent of a child which i'm not i'm a parent of uh two beautiful cats um beeb and kirby and uh i if i was one of these parents that took my nine-year-old son to hooters uh which i wouldn't do I, that's fucking weird creepy shit uh i would hesitate to put that online because uh people are gonna go uh what the fuck is this what you're, you're calling uh yeah like uh, a drag queen reading a book uh grooming but you're taking your child to a sexually explicit restaurant i i will say i've been like a lot more down on Twitter in the past two weeks than yeah. I normally am. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of it is that like the response to the shooting and uh, the, yes, yes. It uh, was bad. And like, yeah, people were basically saying good, like, t- like Tim pole, people yeah. with big audience yeah. are being like, well, this is what happens. And it's just been like really bugging me out recently oh, in like a real way. Yeah, no, I don't think I've it's been, been bad, yeah. more repulsed and disgusted. I don't know if you saw, but like uh, Tim pool's sister, has been like recently oh, sort of popping that. up on Twitter and uh, she said something along the lines of like, hey, you know, when we were growing up, we used to work at a restaurant in Chicago in Boys Town and, uh, you know, gay people were some of the nicest people we met. Uh, did you just forget all that? And it's like, I don't know, the, the whole thing. It's been like genuinely uh, yeah. upsetting <laughs> to it's, read yeah. on Twitter recently. And like your feed is always filled with it because people are always doing like epic quote tweet dunks of people. Yeah. But so you can't get away from yeah. it. And also I've just yeah. been seeing like a lot of really shitty people show up on my timeline just out of nowhere. Not even like, oh, you follow this person, but just like, here's uh like whatever the fuck. Like, I don't even know half of the fucking people's names. And it's like, why am I seeing this? I don't need this. I don't follow these people. Boiled Nebraska. Jesus Christ. What is that? Boiled Nebraska. It's it's baked Alaska. But with a, with a, the with worst a fake, thing. With a fake mustache. <laughs> I'm a new guy now. I, I yeah. That um, was not me. I'm starting to, I'm just starting to hate, um, what's it called? Uh, being alive. No. Um, yeah. Every, yeah everything. Well, it's, it's, like, it's, it's getting to me. And like, I think yeah. that there's points in time where it's always like, oh, this is really getting to me. And yeah. you sort of back off and it changes. And that was definitely, like you were saying, like definitely. Yeah, people are always on me. like, you know, I got to get off this hell site sort of thing, yeah, which yeah. like is like lame, but also like sometimes you actually do <laughs> feel it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And yeah, it's been I mean, it's true. Recently. We we talk about it all the time. I got to get off the hell site. I got to get off the hell site. Um, I saw Jim Carrey uh, was like. Hey everyone, uh, I'm not going to be on Twitter anymore. Here's a funny video, and he just posted a funny video, and everyone was just like, "Fuck you!" and what and whatever. So I I saw this guy who uh, he's on Twitter. His picture is a literal caveman. I was arguing with a caveman, and I was losing. It's better um, than like a Roman statue, I again, guess. But yeah, they're going from Roman statues close. to cavemen now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the Roman so statue to cavemen pipeline. He says leaving Twitter is like leaving your country of origin because you can't stand up to whatever discomforts you might feel there. Instead of going to war, you'd rather flee a co- you'd rather flee war? like a coward in hopes of an easier lifestyle. Self awareness is acceptance. I guess you have nothing to say, mate. We're just posting. Yeah, that's and, what also pisses me off. It's like you see it a lot with like the trad accounts or yeah, the Roman yeah. statue accounts, where it's like they're the ones talking about getting. They're the most online out of anyone. Yeah, and they take 
everything way more seriously than anyone else like, does. You online. need to lift weights. You need to touch grass. It's like, mate, you're on Twitter twenty four seven constantly, <laughs> just like bitching at people. And so I responded to it, which is a bad idea, because uh, then you get sucked in, and then you spend all day there's, arguing yeah, with your literal day. cavemen. Uh, and I said, I think it's probably a little more like just not going onto a website. Well, guess what? The caveman clapped back. He said, uh, no, because he has already expressed his fear over a specific billionaire buying a specific social app. I wonder who. Not a, not any of the other billionaires who are directly conspiring with the government. Just the one who actually wants to make an app where the people can literally speak freely. Shrug emoji. And I said, you're right then. It's the same as fleeing a war-torn country. And uh, he didn't like that. He didn't like that one bit. And so he said, sorry, you're unable to get the analogy, but you still have time. The physical war is based on miscommunication, dot, dot, dot. You didn't know that. Shrug emoji. And I said, I already said you're right. I think by you continuing to tweet at me, it's technically a war crime. He stopped responding. Wow. I've it's never, embarrassing. I have egg on my yeah, face. Really. I've never responded to anyone on Twitter. I've never replied. I don't know why I do it. It's just like you just see it. It's like it's not fucking you're at war. It's a website and you just turn it off. And you, no. And I'm like, why am I arguing with you? You're a literal caveman. This and is you, a problem that I have. At some point, I just see the yeah. fucking nail and I'm over here being a hammer and I, I can't help myself. And you're arguing with like literal schizophrenics <laughs> at some point. And it's like <laughs> you're just arguing with, with robots like that are just most, auto responding. Like the most and you're insane like, ah! fucking people. I, you know, it's uh, I'm a scorpion. I can't help myself. I had to sing the frog. I had to do it. That's why I wear that cool jacket. So everybody knows. Yeah. Don't mess with me. Speaking of Twitter and speaking of Elon Musk, though, yeah. I want to talk about this really quick. And I don't know if this is going to be the, what we're going to do moving forward because the whatever is happening with Twitter, whatever plan there is in oh, place, God. never sticks. So apparently there's going to be three check marks now. Blue, gold, and gray. Blue check mark will be for individuals who are uh, paying... Wait, so it's both for those paying for Twitter and verified individuals of interest, which that seems like that was the... They should... <sighs> That was this was a problem that didn't need solving. It was also like they, they could have left it in place and it would have been fine. So the whole confusion here is like whenever somebody has a check mark, <laughs> you have to go to their profile and click on it and see if like they paid for it. Because sometimes like oh, this is IGN posted this and I'll click on the thing. It says verified account. This account is verified because it's notable in government news, entertainment or other designated category. So that'll stay. But then other people who have the blue check mark, you click on it and it's like this account is verified because they paid for Twitter blue. Right. It's the same thing. So I thought this new thing was going to fix that and say like, okay, we're going to distinguish like who paid for it and who didn't. But no, they're the same. They're both going to have blue check marks except for gold is for companies or brands because we didn't know if fucking Wendy's was tweeting at us for real. And then gray is for government. So I've been blocking every single brand on Twitter. Yeah, you were saying um, And that. I've been getting just really weird ads. Like, the weirdest ads. They have, like, no likes. And it's just like, uh, hey, when you're in Singapore, please stay at this hotel. And yeah. it's like, two likes. And it's like, what? I don't have anyone blocked on Twitter, and I still get really weird, specific, like, no likes ads. I think like just, that. I've been getting more just, of those, too. Yeah. I think that they just, I think everyone's just pulling their ads. Yeah. Because... Where you get, like, a like, or a, a sponsored tweet where someone making, like, Anybody else's childhood crazy? <laughs> and then they have like five likes. Yep. They spent like $100. Yeah, I love, or whatever. Uh, 
There's that like Twitter account that's like promoted tweets. Yeah. That's just like someone paid to promote this and it's just like my balls are swollen. <laughs> like okay. Um yeah, this is a problem that did not need solving and um I don't know. I don't I don't understand. I get the idea of okay, you want a website where people can say whatever you want. Why does that website have to be Twitter though? Like that could just be any website. There's already websites that are like that. Yeah. Like but I like the the chans, you know, you've heard of the chans. Like yeah. that's basically how those websites are run. I, I guess I don't go on them. I would never go on them, but that's what I've heard is that they're just the wild west of the internet and it's just all bad shit. Um and it's like, but those aren't like really profitable is the thing is you can have a website where people can just post whatever, but like you're not guaranteed to make $400 billion back on that or $40 billion or whatever. Well, like, it's just like, well, you, you can buy it and you can do whatever you want with it. But like Apple, Tim Apple doesn't have to go along with it. So that's the new front of the culture war is Apple versus Twitter. And I'm just over here. Uh, sipping my tea like that lizard well i have a degree in business mm. so let me just say as a person with a degree in business i think you're kind of missing the mark here mm. i think elon musk is actually operating on a different level that you don't understand 40 chess yeah it's and, got like a high iq right yeah yeah well it's it's very high some i heard from a guy at harvard it was the highest ever oh my God. so if you don't have a business degree, I don't think you should be really a part of this conversation. Or uh, finance. That's also a degree, right? Is that the same? Uh, oh, one, no. that you, one that you also no. don't have. Right. So No, only business. Specifically uh, business. I didn't know that uh, Elon Musk like lied about a bunch of his degrees. Yeah, he <laughs> just has like a BA in economics. Yeah, business degree is stupid. I didn't learn anything in there anyways. I skipped all my classes and I drank a bunch. College, college baby. <laughs> it was... Epic. Every night was fucking epic. Speaking of epic, I actually do have a key to the city on this episode. Oh. Uh, it's this thread by uh, Rebecca Mackay. I think that's how you pronounce her last name. So th oh. there was a tweet from Babylon B that went up recently. And now, for those who don't know, Babylon B is a hilarious satire website. And they Kevin, put you're just triggered. Yeah. I mean, basically, like, you know, the reason you're not funny is because you're woke. I wonder if that's the case here because they have a tweet which she was kind of, she did a deep dive analysis into. And the original tweet from Babylon B says, uh, it's, you know, it's like an onion or hard drive or whatever. It says, yeah, it's Stephen, on par with those things. Exactly. Yeah. We're pretty jealous, actually. But uh, Stephen King estate reveals he died years ago and his Twitter account is being run by a mentally ill glue snipping parrot with Tourette's. That's the headline. That's almost like uh, that's adjacent to angry video game nerd. It's a little bit. It's, it's got a it's little It's like bit, a uh, LOL random sort of. Right. It's like LOL random. Like I, I was like, maybe they're going for like rule of hundreds where just there's so much that it loops back around to being funny again. And it worked. Yeah, it definitely worked. It's hilarious. No, but she had this really funny, insightful thread about like, you know, crafting a funny headline, crafting a funny joke because she is a writer and she has this long thread going through and detailing like why it's not funny, how you could maybe make it funny. And Sounds just, like she has a little bit of time on her hands. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Wow, what this is ten tweets. Uh, touch grass. I guess somebody doesn't have a job, <laughs> even though this is her job. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's 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 actually pretty interesting and pretty insightful. And you know, for you know, I pitch headlines pretty consistently, so it's interesting to see like 
Right. I, I don't. I don't think about it this much, but <laughs> right. You know, it's interesting. But I mean, to see if, you were to, if you were to like, if someone were to ask you, like, how would you break down why this isn't funny or why this is funny, why it isn't funny? You could probably like come yeah. up with like a bunch of these. You know, it's not as though I think a lot of the reasoning isn't necessarily uh, like prescriptive but it's descriptive it's like this is why it doesn't really work you know sort of which thing. that's always something i found very funny is like other comedians just picking right. and pulling apart something like why it's not funny um right. like I it's think, not color by numbers but you know if if something doesn't work you can sort of look at why like there's a i think i might have mentioned once at the go off kings stream they would do this thing called huck watch where they would play, oh yeah, 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 like Mike Huckabee's talk show, yeah, and his monologue jokes and everything, and just like rip into them so hard, and it's so fucking funny. But this this thread is also very funny. She like goes into it like word for word, why certain things like slow the joke down, make it right. less funny. It's very interesting. Uh, Rebecca, it's at Rebecca Mackay, M A K K A I on Twitter. Cool. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I think we got a voicemail. Yeah, we got we one did. one listenable voicemail, I should say. Yeah, all of them. I'll, uh, they uh, the rest of them just uh, garbage, but uh, there was definitely one that uh, stood out, and so we'll play that right now. Um, I'm queuing it up. It's low. Yeah, you know, but before before we do the yeah, before we do right, Jacob, where can people find your movie? Where can they see it? Where can they watch it? Where can they follow you on social media to see your promos? Uh, follow me on Jacob Gorb. That's G O R B on instagram and twitter um if you're in chicago and you want to see the screening december 16th just dm me on one of those dms are open mm. slide um, right in if you're in orlando you can watch it december 11th if you're in los angeles you can watch it january mid-january don't have a specific date yet but uh it'll be online around february probably for everyone to watch so cool cool we'll have to uh promote that when it comes out we'll have to have yeah, to. again anyway if you want to leave us a voicemail. I had voice to mail, do it to him. You had it. That's my favorite thing is holding on to a joke until you start something else and I just pull it right back in. Well, I'm doing, I, for those of yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. With the, the guy that's wearing the khaki shorts. He's putting his hands together. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, if you want to leave us a voicemail, give us a call. Black 312-788-7361. That's 312-788-7361. Or you can send us an audio file to thoughtcopspodcast at gmail.com. Hit it. Thanks, SpongeBob. I think I'll play it now. Hello, Thought Cops. Once again, gracing your voicemail, it is I, Leo the Incredible. Uncle How Leo! How are you gentlemen on this fine Wednesday evening? Oh. Are you enjoying everything that's going on? Are you enjoying, perhaps, the dulcet tones that are coming through this voicemail as we speak? Because, gentlemen, because this is now the voice of your Twitch channel. That's right. <laughs> Zwick has taken over the channel, and I've hopped in as co-host. So, That's right. think of this as more of a plug to all the listeners. <laughs> if you want the greatest time with Boomer Shooters, if you wanted the greatest PlayStation 2 games emulated and brought to you for purposes <laughs> of nostalgia, then I welcome you to hop on over to twitch.com forward slash thought cops, where you can join us in a nostalgia Twitch TV. of wonderful gaming and friendship. We have all the fun Epsilers over there. Mostly friendship and fun. So, again, twitch.com forward slash Thought Cops to listen to the voice of Thought Cops Twitch. All right, gentlemen, I plugged it enough. 
You boys have a great night. Uh, someone Thank had you. to. Thank you, Leo, for doing uh, free work for us. For doing, uh, God damn it. I keep, I, 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 I'm so lost well, so, without the old format because I don't know when to plug our stuff anymore and I just forget it. But yes, right. we have a Twitch channel. Zwick has been streaming on it pretty frequently recently. Twitch.tv slash Thought Cops. It's being used again. Check it out. Um, yeah, watch Zwick. Uh, I don't know what the fuck he does. I called in one time uh, to our own Twitch channel, which was weird. That's incredible. And I just hung out with uh, Zwick and Leo for just like three hours uh, talking about politics and philosophy. I don't know why it happened. Wow. I don't know why it happened. And that, because Zwick like eggs me on. Zwick thinks that I'm smart and he tells me and then he asks me a question and he asks it in such a dumb way that I can't help but correct him. And then after I've corrected him, then he has more questions. And then we get in these weird, like, tangential wormholes about just, like, whatever the fuck is going on in his brain and me having to, like, talk about things that I've read and experienced. And it's this whole just fucking rigmarole. Sounds like it. And well, all that's all that's going on while, like, Zwick is playing Tony Hawk Underground or something. Yeah, he was playing some, like, uh... You're like a policeman on 9-11 type game or some shit. Oh, know. one of those. Yeah, yeah of yeah, course. One of those. I love those kinds um, of games. I love those. I love Mario, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we have uh, Twitch. We have Patreon.com slash ThoughtCops. You can listen to bonus episodes. Um, yeah. I recently uh, launched a Substack. I don't know how many people have seen it that follow me on social media. But if you only listen to our voices and watch our faces as our voices make our faces move, um, if you go to, I think it's just grantmooney.substack.com, you can click the subscribe button. You put in your email address. It's free. And you can read things that I'm I'm, uh, writing. Uh, I published an article called The Privatization of the American Toilet. Uh, It's out now. I got two more that if I can't sleep at night or if I'm on the train and it's taking a long time to get there, I'll just be in the notes app writing some stuff. I'll put it in the old uh, Google Doc. I'll type it up. Click, clack, do, dot, bop, do, bop, bop. And then I just throw it out onto there and then you can read it. Um, so that's the thing I've been doing. Um, I read it. It was good. It was, oh, it was funny. That's, so, those are bo- the three things that I've wanted. And most of all, it was about poop. A lot of lot of good jokes, uh, sort of wedged into there. I don't like the jokes to be a little too obvious, but if it's there, it's there. It just presents itself. You like people to think and laugh. Exactly. It's sort of how I feel when I see a David Lynch movie mm-hmm. at a music yeah. box screening. I go, <laughs> "Oh, sir, you are the grand master. <laughs> You've done it again, done sir." It. Yeah. Well, there's there's that aspect to a lot of like academic writing where it's like, okay, this is very boring and it's taking itself very seriously. But there's also that aspect to like just straight up comedy too, which I think is like, uh, I. I don't just want to be playing everything for jokes all the time. So you try and find that middle ground, but you also try not to get too like daily show about it because then it's just like, then you're just doing half the work and just hoping that the joke carries the rest of your thought process. And it, it doesn't work. You have to put the thought process in first and then you just do like, Oh, this, this would be a funny word to put right here. The rest will follow. The rest will follow Uh, Free your mind and your ass will follow. If that voicemail inspired you, give us a call, 312-788-7361, or you can always send us an audio file to thoughtcopspodcast at gmail.com. 
Uh, like Grant said, head on over to patreon.com slash thoughtcops for lots of bonus content. We've got like almost 30 episodes of Fire Bros on there. We're recording a new one soon. It should be more, but also I can't believe that it's been 30. So I know, cool. I know. It's a lot of content on there if you haven't checked it out. It's only it should two, be like 60 And it's only more, $2 a month, but... folks. Patreon.com slash thoughtcops. I want to give a shout out to one of our older patrons this week, Serial Law Obeyer, who's been a patron since May of 2020. Oh, garbage year, but thank you for supporting us. Anyway, Jacob, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Check out Endless Content Forever. And as soon we'll, as you can. We'll see you on the other side. See you, Space Cop. And it's over. It's over. It's over.